Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, folks, it's uh, Jay from Jay Talk. And Nick from the Nick Drop. And uh, welcome to the show. Um, how you doing, Nick? Doing good, man. I, can't, I, I was glad to get back on a podcast tonight because you and I got a lot to talk about. <clears throat> but it's interesting what we're going to talk about today, which kind of is exciting to me. Because I've been wanting for the people that are listening to us to reach out, tell us what they think and how they feel and what what our you know what our interests are, and we want I want them to come on our show. We got to figure out a way to get some of these people that are interested in talking about some of their stuff to get on our show. It'd be great. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, one hundred percent. And I, yeah, it was kind of nice. We finally got our email addresses out there for everyone. And you know, if you don't know what it is, we've now included it as a signature on all all our episodes. Feel free to email us. We we definitely would love the feedback. Um, and you know, we we did have one uh, one person. We'll call her Miss K. Um, who did email us, kind of made some comments, asked some questions, and kind of wanted our feedback for, as a, you know, from a guy's perspective, I guess, more than anything. Um, you know, so that was kind of nice. Um, you know. So, Jay, before we get wrapped up into that, so what's been going on with you, man? <laughs> I was actually going to say, before <laughs> we get into I, that, I, yeah, you read yeah. my mind, man, so... Um, you know, eight first day of school was yesterday for my kid. Oh, wow. That's right. That's right. You know, so it's uh, been a little crazy around here, kind of getting ready for school. Um, you know, on Friday morning, not to be solemn for anyone, but you know, every, every year at the beginning of the school year, I have a meeting with Gabe's teachers to explain the situation and what, what happened. And, right. you know, so it, it's kind of 8 a.m. on Friday morning. I have a meeting, and this is his first year in um, middle school. So, you know, it it's a little different. I've got seven teachers I've got to talk to now. Yeah, it's a little more crazy. So, but, yeah, we've got that meeting. I, I explained to him kind of Gabe's situation, and you know what? They'll, they just have to accept who he is, you know? Right. And right. so absolutely. You know, but other than that, you know, he's loving every one of his classes, loves his teachers from the first two days. So um and he's excited to be in orchestra this year. Right. He's a good kid though. I mean he really is a great kid. I appreciate that. So you know, what about you? Anything? Oh man, work's going good, you know. My place I you know, I want to get back up and ride my scooter. I'm a little disappointed in the fact that, you know, I hurt my shoulder at work. And, um, we tried to go through the workman's comp thing and the insurance says, Oh no, 
you know, you're not hurt bad enough. We're not going to approve your surgery because I needed rotator cuff surgery and they declined it. So we resubmitted everything and then they declined it again. And all this time I'm actually going through, um, Oh God, I it just rehab. It, 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 well, no, when you go through surgery, what is it called? Pre pre-op. Oh the yeah. Prep? The prep. Yes. Yeah. So, Oh, COVID. Oh, it kills me. They jammed that stick so far down into your brain. I could feel that thing <laughs> in my toes. Oh my God. I can't stand it. And I had to do it twice. Yeah. To get ready for the so, surgery. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to, you know, you can stick needles in me all day long, take blood all day long. You could do all that. Do not jam a big old toothpick up my nose. It drives me crazy. <laughs> They're scratching Absolutely your crazy. brain. I can't stand it. Oh my, <laughs> it makes my contacts flip out and fly out of my face. I mean, it's crazy. I know. So I had to go through that twice. So I went through pre-op. That's what it's called, pre-op. Okay. I went through pre-op. And then one was on, the first time it was on a Wednesday morning. And by Wednesday afternoon, they declined the surgery. They declined to pay the surgery for the insurance company. Got it approved again. Went Monday, did the whole thing again, and the little lady just jammed that thing down my nose. Oh, God, that drives me crazy. It just, anyway. So she did it again, and then Wednesday, the, the, the surgery was supposed to be Thursday morning. Wednesday, about 4 o'clock again, they're like, nope, we're not paying for it. So now they're going through a whole process of um, our lawyers and our HR people, which are really great people, they're pissed. So they hired a mediator to go between my doctor and the insurance company to clarify and clear up any problems that we might have so that we can do this. Right. Because it's got to get done. Yeah. A government oversight committee took my file and said, the insurance company has to pay for it. And they're like, well, we don't have the right paperwork. Really? They're making me wait almost a year. September 9th is when I hurt my shoulder. Here it is, August, right? Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. So I didn't mean to drag that thing out, but yeah, that's, I'm, if you don't have to take a COVID test, please, God, don't do it. I can't, I can, I can handle anything, you know, break my arm. Do not stick that damn thing in my nose. <laughs> you know, I will tell you, I got sick in May and I was out for about a, a week and a half. And I did three COVID tests in a week and a half. Oh, Jesus. And you know mm. what? I, I'm telling you, yeah, it was it was painful. It, oh. it, and you know the sad thing about it? I was out of work for a week and a half and I was negative all three times. Oh, wow. You know? Uh, they couldn't explain what was wrong with me. I feel negative on all the tests, but you know, hey, whatever. Well, we just don't have enough time on this podcast to tell you people what's wrong with you. No, I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> so, but I no, no, no. Hit my buttons. I ain't hit my buttons. I know, man. So, but no, I, I, you know, good luck. I mean, it's always stressful when you know you're trying to heal up and like, you know, you say you know go ride out on your scooter, but I mean, it's really not a scooter. I mean, come on, let's. No, it's, it's a Harley. It's, it's a, Harley. a Harley. Yes, it's yeah. you know, but I know. Um, it's funny because people will say that if I I was on a call or something with somebody, I said, "Yeah, man, I can't wait to go out and ride my scooter this weekend." And she's like, "Yeah, we usually ride trails and stuff like that." And I went, "What kind of scooter are you talking about?" She's like, "Well, I've got um, 
uh, a mountain bike. And I just, I went, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know, I right? Remind, <laughs> I had to remind the lady when I was on the phone. So it was like a technical support lady. And I'm like, <laughs> I was talking about a Harley. She's like, oh, my God, you have a Harley? And then we just, the whole conversation turned to whole, something totally different. Yeah, really yeah, different. yeah. I know. That is too funny, man. So, yes. he. So Nick does have a Harley. It's a nice bike, you know, if... If I had uh, had the money at the time, I would have bought his other bike he finally got rid of, oh, the first one. I should have never gotten rid of that bike. It breaks my heart. Why? i tell you what. I'll do 2,000 COVID tests if I could get that bike back. That's how bad I miss her. Really? Oh. Yes. Okay. I named her Diamond, and that was my first Harley. Okay. And anybody that listens to this podcast and knows about motorcycle riding and being a Harley owner, you do not get rid of your first Harley. Okay. And I did. And you did. I did. Oh. Yes. Okay. What an idiot. I am so bad. I, I, one of the biggest regrets of my life. Yeah. Seriously. And it's funny because the guy traded it in at a Harley dealership, and I, went, I had to go back two weeks later because it was still in my name, and I had to sign the title over and blah, 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 yeah, and yeah. all that. Yeah. And when I went and saw it, the guy goes, I said, I actually rubbed the seat and I'm like, oh, baby, I miss you. I shouldn't have got rid of you. And he goes, I'll sell it back to you twice the amount that they they traded it in for. Are you serious? Oh, I'm not kidding. So if the bike was worth, if they traded it in for five grand, he said, I'll sell it back to you right now for 10. Oh, yeah, no and way. And I went, I went, really? He goes, yeah. I'm like, can't you just make $500,000 on it? I'll take it back right now. He's like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, why? You're never going to sell this bike. He goes, well, we'll get more than a thousand dollar profit on it. And I went, wow. And there, Jay, there must have been six hundred bikes, used bikes that were in this storeroom right. that I went to. Yeah, yeah, broke my heart. Yeah, stabbed me in the nose a two thousand times. I want my bike back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ain't never gonna happen. But I want my bike back. I know, I know. <laughs> hey, at least you learned your lesson. Maybe you won't do the same for this one. Oh, I'll never get rid of this one. There Trust you me. Go. Yeah, good for you, man. Good for you. Maybe one day I'll actually get one. But you know, I I only want one for recreational riding, not for every day. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That's what mine is. Yeah, mine's up at Bandera right now, so it takes me four and a half hours to get there just to ride. No. Yeah, and then you ride it through the hills and the roads and whatever. Beautiful, and beautiful, beautiful. So that's beautiful. Okay, that's yeah, that's great. So I actually love that man. I'll have to think about that for you know as I'm getting closer to retirement. So, well, do we want to jump in and you know yeah, talk about Miss K? Absolutely, absolutely. So, sweet lady, yes. very sweet lady. So I'm going to I'm going to read the email and then we'll dive into the question. Um so she uh Miss K basically sent in, "Hey, I listened to your latest podcast. Great insightful stuff regarding online dating and knowing your self-worth. I love the part on rating yourself a 10. I've never done that, but it makes perfect sense. I know I'm a good person, but I tend to self-sabotage at times, due to I think I don't deserve something good, but you're right, we all do. So that's a you know, it, that's hard for people to really 
identify and, and think about. Well, I see, think. the funny thing about, about this, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying, it, when I sit there and listen to this conversation, it, it wants me to go back to when we were kids at how we were raised. Yes. And I'm, I don't want to put down parents or put up parents because, you know, you have good and bad parents, right? Yeah. But there are parents that that are extremely organized and well and, you know, and they raise their kids all the same way, and some end up in jail and drugs, and some and some end up being, you know, the valedictorian of the high school and then their college, and you know, so how all that makes a difference. But there's something about your upbringing that can affect how you live your life. Like there are people that do self sabotage once their life is going the exact way they want it to, scares the shit out of. Them. Oh yeah. Good point. Good point. I never thought about that. I like that. Okay. So we'll move on to the rest of the email. That's a, I'm going to have to think about that one. Um, so here's the rest of the email. My question is related to online dating. Um, how do you keep from diving right in when you first meet someone due to the compatibility out of the gate is a nine plus in every aspect? And this is, even when you know it's against the rules for you to do it, how do you stop yourself? Is I think what she's trying to get is, you know, when when you see all of the things that you normally look at for compatibility are really high, you know, I think what she's getting at is is even though you know it's wrong, how do you prevent yourself from just jumping right in feet first and like really getting involved and, and getting involved with the person? She said, I, you know, she follows up with, I believe there are a lot of women who struggle with this. My friends and I discuss it all the time. Anyway, I wanted to say thank you for doing what you do, sharing with people. You have to be your own star player, and your words are encouraging. God bless. Wow. So, see, the first thing that I, I want to I focus on is the actual question of how do you stop Say that again. I mean, how, how did do you she stop, say that? She's like, how do you how do you keep from diving right in? It's it's essentially, you know, like okay, so you go on the first date, and you know, we've talked about this before. You, it's almost like you know, your your soul's touch or something. Something special was there. You know, I mean, if you go on a date and it lasts an hour, okay, great, no big deal. You walk away from the date, and you may have a second one. But if you go on a date and it turns into six hours, okay, that means it clicked. Okay, that, yeah. that means there was something special. There was a reason you both stayed because there was something that you both felt. Right. Okay, and, and I think that's what she's getting at is, is when you have one of those first dates and it just seemed like everything is a nine in compatibility, you guys are, I mean, she, she gave it a, you know, a, a number, but I mean, the point is, is she's trying to drive when you, all these things you look at, you, you guys are like, Oh my God, I can't believe we're, we're almost, you know, everything's kind of a fit. And, right. and, and that's what she's driving at is, is, and then, you know, when you, when that happens, how do you prevent yourself from just, 
diving right in thinking, holy crap, this is great, and I just want this to be better. And so you probably get a little more attached than you should. Too quickly. Yes. And I think that's what she's trying to emphasize here. How do you stop yourself? Even though you know it's wrong, when you should go slow, how do you stop yourself from just going for it? Well, that's a great... I've got two perfect examples, and you're going to love this. Okay, so on the online dating scene, met somebody on Bumble. They reached out to me. We chatted back and forth. The banter was really good. It was it was common. You know, it was nice. It was comfortable. You know, I didn't feel like I had to work too hard. She was coming back. We talked really quick as far as we might have texted for a day or two, and then we actually talked on the phone. And the minute we had conversations, it was it was smooth. It was, you know, f- there was a fluidity to it. And there was a good cut-up and a good banter. And our minds were on the same thing. It's natural. <clears throat> yeah. So we talked for a good week maybe two before we actually went on a date. When we got to the date, we sat down and we started talking. Well, we're sitting on opposite sides of the table and we're outside. It's we're on the lake. It's a beautiful place. Right? So she says, I want to move closer to you because we felt like we were kind of yelling across the table and we wanted to sit closer to each other. Well, I kind of laughed and joked and said, yeah, I want to be able to reach out and touch you when I have, when I'm in the middle of a conversation. And she said, well, that's really funny because that's what I was planning on doing anyway. You know, like touching the hands or the yeah, back yeah, of yeah, the yeah. hand. No, 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 no. I know. <clears throat> Appropriate touching, not groping. Yes. So when we moved to close enough towards each other, we both sat back down in our chair. I think we took a sip of our drink and we started talking. Jay and everything was just going great. It was just everything was flowing. It was really nice. She was sweet and beautiful and a lot of fun. And she was very intelligent. I reached over and touched her. I don't know what happened. I went blank. I mean, I literally couldn't, I couldn't think of, I couldn't understand what she was saying. I couldn't think of a question to ask. I couldn't think of the banter that we were talking about. I literally was like my tongue had swole up and I couldn't speak. Right. My brain just stopped working. Almost like you had that shock. Almost like what the... Something there. There was, yeah, you felt something. It wasn't good. Oh, okay. No, that's what I'm saying. It was not good. Oh. And I didn't know it, and I didn't understand it. And it literally took me 15 minutes to regain my composure and be me again. Yes, right. The cutting up, getting back to the banter, and, and, you know, being silly and telling stories and being intelligent and getting involved. I couldn't get involved in the conversation. And she actually did a couple times look at me and go, are you all right? I was in la-la land. I mean, like, I don't know what happened. That right there was the biggest red flag. Of course, it went south really quick. There was some religious issues that she didn't, she wanted somebody to be a little bit blah, blah, blah. And it just kind of fell apart. But that was weird. It started to be a click, but the minute I touched her, I, I just, something went wrong and I, I still can't figure it out. Right. It's a very odd thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so, I, I think you actually told me that story one time and I thought it was just kind of odd cause it was almost like, you know, almost like maybe right, but you know, maybe it wasn't wrong, but right. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we the rest of the story. Yeah. I know. 
it's it's kind of now that you're looking back at it, you wonder if it was it was just that was kind of that sign that was like, oh, whoa, whoa, something's off. Yeah, this is whoa, back up. You know, maybe maybe and nothing against her, you know, or me, but maybe the two of us as a as compatibility maybe just wasn't working. And that's why I keep falling back in a was she raised differently than when I the way I was raised. I mean Yeah. You know Okay, so that's one. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. You 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 tend to I, I I tend when you're talking to somebody and you kinda get into your past and they start talking about similarities of the way you were raised as opposed to the way they were raised, that starts clicking better than you know than right. others. Right. So this other story is the same same principle, but on the opposite end of that spectrum. Well, you know, we meet, we talk, we're clicking, we're bantering, we're cutting up. Everything's on a certain level that we're both on. I mean, she, the intelligent level's not through the roof on my end or her end. And I'm not in the gutter, and she, you know, we're right where we need to be. We cut up, and we do sex, sexual banter, and we talk intelligently, and we do all those things that are within the realm of how we do it. Yes, right? the compatibility the talk. Us, yes. Yeah, the things that make us go, wow, I really like this person. Yes. You know? And it it went so well that it was... It literally was, you know, fighting the, let's go back to your place and jump in bed. Like on the first date, yeah. it was one of those. Right. We're, and sitting in, and it's like, we can't keep our hands off each other. And I'm not talking again, I'm groping, like touching the knee or touching the shoulder or, you know, right. just being silly and touching the side of the face or something like that. And if, you know, while we're sitting there, we're, uh, snacking on food and we got a I got a beer and she's got a drink and she's like I'm gonna go to the restroom and she gets up and a little kiss on the cheek kind of thing I mean that's how it was just yeah like it's that. it's all like, yeah just it's just little friendly levy touches whatever yeah none of this yeah 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 so a couple of hours in the, innocent in the, public in restaurant, stuff yeah it's like well what are we gonna do now and both of us and it was funny because we both of us communicated this both of us were like well, I know we we will want to do, but we're not going to do, you know, because it's just, not, you know. Yeah, it's... I, she'd said, I don't want you to think that I'm a hussy or a slut or whatever. Yes. And, you know, I understand. And I said, I agree. We're not going to do that on the first date. And it was a fight for hours to keep from, you know, because it everything was just going so well. Right. So it's funny how you can do that one touch was like, whoa. And then the other one was a touch that was like yeah, whoa, another whoa. Whoa, but yeah. one from one extreme to the other. Exactly. Like one was really bad and one was really good. Yeah. So, so but I mean, you know, and that's uh but you know, how do you keep from you know, when you've got that compatibility that's the whoa, 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 this is great. How do you keep from diving right in? Full emotion on all. Communication. I mean even this aspect, you know, we kept from jumping in, you know, ripping each other's clothes off and jumping into bed on the first date. It wasn't easy, but we did it. And we talked about it. The thing that was amazing about the whole thing is the communication. 
she was like, oh, my God, I want to jump you right now. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want you to jump me right now. Because, you know, and we we did that. Yes. And we played funny. And we both looked at each other after we were joking and got serious and said, do we really want to start off a relationship that we think might go a long way like this? Yeah. You know, I said that to her. And when I said that to her, it made her understand that I'm not here for just a hookup. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm i really attracted to you. You're attracted to me. We can't keep our hands off each other. We're just going to have to fight that thing. And she was on the same page. She was like, I don't want you to think of poorly of me. I want to get to know you better right. than just that. This yes. isn't a hookup. Right. So that kind of communication is what kept us from jumping right into bed. Okay. So, so uh, we did end up jumping into bed, but we didn't, we honest to God, we, we fought it and yeah. went to sleep and you know, the whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It was the next day. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I don't know when it was. I'm making a joke. <laughs> well, you can read my mind. Can't you? No. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, it, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to read you what I wrote this lady. Um, and I, I told her I was going to talk about it on the show. Um, you know, and I asked for her permission. So, you know, um, thank you, Miss Kay. Um, so, but I wanted to, you know, read, read what I said to her and I don't want to get your impression. And I want you to talk to me, you know, through your head, kind of, you know, where you come. And, um, so I, you know, for me, um, you know, I responded with, you know, I find it hard, like everybody else, to take it slow if you make a connection. I mean, come on, we all do. If you make a connection, it is insanely hard to say, okay, hold on. Um, I, you know, not sure that there's any magical thing you can do besides being patient. And that's extremely hard when you're making a connection. That is the one hardest thing you can do. Um, right. Remember when you first dating, start dating someone, there is no commitment. You were just trying to get to know each other, and that date is a means to that. Sometimes it escalates faster than it should. A dirt date turns into spending the night. Sometimes that's great. Sometimes that's too fast. Each person is a little different. My my advice to everyone, and, and I think you guys have heard me this, say this on the show, um, is be who you are. The right person will come along and be happy with you. Don't settle. If there are red flags, identify them, talk them out, or walk away. If you can't talk about it, then your relationship is doomed to fail before it starts. Remember, Ooh. communication is key. Doesn't mean you overreact, just means you talk. And, um, you know, she sent back a, a response, you know, and she said, uh, Thank you for the kind words. I especially like the part it doesn't mean you overreact it just means you talk about it and be who you are and so you know that one i actually used from one of my experiences from one of my dates that actually escalated way faster than it should have right. and uh, the girl overreacted um, very negatively and it it turned toxic and i had to walk away well, you got to tell a story now. You brought it up. I know, I know. So, um, 
This was oh lord. Um yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I think it was like two and a half years ago now. Um it was after Andrew. It was the first woman actually I dated after Andrew had died. And oh, wow. so, you know, so yeah, I'm putting myself out there, you know, first time. And so we go on a date, you know, and this lady lived down in uh, Santa Fe, almost just Texas City type. You know, she lives down there. You know where I'm talking right, about. Pretty, pretty, pretty good run for you. Yeah, it's it's about hour and 15 for me. So uh, we we decided to meet in uh, the Clear Lake area, which is still a pretty good run for me. Um, right. You know, and so I, uh, I made it a, a plan. I'm going to visit Andrew. Andrew's buried down there. So I'm going to I'm going to swing by Andrew, say hello, telling him I'm moving on with my life, you know, kind of just do that little thing. Hey, you know, you know, I hope you're happy for me type situation, you know, kind of right. a little. And then so we I went out and, you know, had a date with this girl and we hit it off. I mean, it was great. OK. Wow. And we had a great time at dinner. Um, we didn't want it to end. So, of course, what do we do? We go to a public park where there's people. You can guarantee, okay, it's a, not a lot's going to happen with a lot of people around, okay? It's, it's kind of our, it's kind of my thing. It's just like, hey, let's go talk. Just because, no offense, I don't want to go to the movies on a first date. You don't get to know anyone. You know, right. and so that's my whole thing. I, no offense to those guys who love to go to the movies. Yeah, it's not my thing. I want to get to know the person. So me, it's just a makeout session is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you're in a dark place and you're going to start holding hands. Next thing you know, you're going to start kissing on the first date. And, yeah. You know, then it gets. Yeah. Yeah. So me, I'd rather go public place, sit at a park or even sit somewhere outside, you know, at a public place. You know, it doesn't matter. Just somewhere that's. Kind of, you know, go sit on the water, whatever you want to call it. Um, we right. actually we actually went to the, what is it, Clear Lake Park that was right there on Nassau Bay. Very popular, very busy park. Fishers, I mean, kids everywhere. And, you know, so right. it was great, you know. We had a lot of fun. Um, we probably stayed there three hours. Wow. Nice. Okay. Um it, it we had a, it was a great time. We end up maybe taking it a little further than we should have, um, because they closed the park and we didn't leave. <laughs> so we stayed in the parking lot. So you know it probably escalated it more than it should have, but you know, it it wasn't horrible. So I mean we, we've. It naturally progressed in, you know, how you talk about it. It just, you know, so it was, it was a little interesting. Um, I really liked the lady, so I, I had no problem with that. So, um, and she seemed to be into me. So, you know, everything was great. You can tell those things if, if they're faking it. Oh yeah. You, you can, you, you get a, you get a sense of. This is fun, but but there's a little but. You can't put your finger on the little but. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, okay, but now you you little, say yeah. that not everybody can tell. Well, true. You know, I, I will say that in 
our jobs, our jobs is to read people. Right. Okay. You know, it's, it's funny. Um, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll get back to my story, but I want to make this comment just so you guys understand. Um, I've been working with, you know, computers for 20 something years now, but I've been working as a com- customer facing job. And, um, I take pride in the fact that I get to know to my cust- I get to know my customers. I understand their needs and you're the same way. You know, we've talked about that is, is we right. understand our, so we read people, we, we get to, we get to know them. We try to read their body language, their under, we try to understand them because the more we know, the better off we are. Right. You would agree with that statement. Absolutely. Yes. You know, <laughs> And I got something to share with you about that. That's funny. We may have to do that on another episode, but I actually got, (laughs) I got in trouble in an interview one time because somebody asked me a question and, and I responded. Um, I'll, I'll tell it real quick and then I'll finish my story. Um, I I actually went on an interview one time and somebody actually asked me, um, how do you handle an angry customer? And I said, I don't, I don't have any. And they said, what? And I'm like, yeah. I said, when the customer here, it's me, they know they're going to get taken care of. I said, so they're happy. I said, I don't deal with angry customers because my customers right. know I'll take care of them. Right. And, and they didn't know how to respond to that. They literally looked at me like, you must be crazy. And I'm like, no, you just don't understand. <laughs> That's how we roll. Exactly. I mean, you're the same way. <laughs> you know, yep. that if they call you. You know, they may have been irate with somebody else on the phone, but when yep. you come, they know you're going to take care of them. So they don't care. We we could do a whole segment on that because I got a couple of great stories. Okay. Well, we'll we're do talking another. About, Go ahead. We're talking about multimillionaire guys that when that PC doesn't work, they flip out. Yeah. You know, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but okay. So we're going to, but you know, yeah. So our job is to read people. So me, I'm sitting there reading this lady like, Oh, this is this is great. We're we're doing good, you know. It's it's a really kind of mutual, you know. Everything's great, so I, I'm feeling pretty good about it. So, um, you know, at the time, um, you know, kids are still living at home, so I had three kids at home at the time. Right. So, um, you know, my important thing is is if I go on a date on Saturday night, um, Sunday's my kid day. You know, right. don't, don't, don't bother me. That's my kid day. They let me go out with you. Now you need to understand that it's time for me to spend time with them. You know, right. because even if you go on a date, I mean, say for instance, you go on a date at six o'clock. Okay. I have to leave at five to get there. That means I got to start at around three o'clock to start getting ready. Make sure I've got everything lined out. Make sure the kids have all their food for the night. I mean, there's so much prep. So you, Actually, Saturday, half of Saturday is a bust for you, you know, and I, go ahead. You're going to say something. No, no. no I was just going to be kind of snarky. You got to put on your makeup, do your fingernails and toenails. <laughs> yeah, you there know, you go. Yeah. Pluck your eyebrows. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. We do that shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for go you, a... you have to comb your hair and stuff like that. I, on the other hand, do not. <laughs> I, I thought you put gloss on it to shine it up. I do on occasion. Oh, okay. Depending on the date. Now, if I think this is going to be, you know. One of them good dates? Yeah. I'm going to shine up the old head. There you go. See? Okay. So you may not have hair, but you know. That's right. 
<laughs> that's Buff so the noggin. Yeah, there you go. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, I love that. So, but yes, no, you, you, it's all this stuff. I mean, come on. We're first date. You're always trying to do your best. At least halfway. Look, you know, you're always yeah, you're shaving. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I do try to do a somewhat casual date. You know, but I always tell them first date. I want to come there to get to know you. This is not a you know. Let's get all whatever. I said I'm gonna right. be. I'm gonna be in jeans and a polo. Uh, that's that's my first date outfit. I don't care. That's you're gonna accept me for who I am. Well, we talked about that casual thing, and mine are shorts and flip flops. Oh yeah, sure. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I love yours. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you know, you're there to get to know the person. You you you've already gotten yeah. past the. Hey, I like the way you look. We're past yeah, that point. Let's be comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's my point. So, right. so anyway, so this girl, um, every day, I would call her on my drive home. Okay, I work in the woodlands and I live on the east side of town, and it's about an hour every day for me to get home. Well, of course, she's already at home. She's already been to work. She's already gotten home. She gets home around, you know, about thirty minute thirty minutes before I I even leave work. So. It was great. I'd call her for an hour a day. I mean, how how can you go wrong? You know, everything seems to be working fine. So, of course, she she wants to do, I mean, you know, we both, we both want to do a second date. Right. Um, This time, she wants to go grab dinner and then go back to her place and watch TV. And just let things flow the way they are. Right. Okay. Now, what's the what's the duration between first and second date? One week. A week. Yes. Okay. Okay. One week. So, um, so you know, she actually had one request was really crazy. Um, her one request is she said, "Look, if this ends up escalating." to you know having intercourse um i just don't want you to get up immediately after intercourse and leave oh at least she communicated i know for her okay and i was like okay you know she says because that's like so you know it's just like it's it feels like a slam bam thank you ma'am type situation Right, a hookup. Yes, a hookup. Yes. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I said, I understand that, and I have no problem with that. So, you know, we go eat dinner, and the funny thing was is she fought. I mean, argued. She's like, this is my turn. I'm supposed to buy. And I'm like, no, I'm like the guy. And she's like, no, no, no. She said, we agreed. This was a mutual, you know, we're both going to be fair about, you know. And she said, plus, I asked you out for tonight. And I'm like, okay. And so she I'm was like, with that. so she wanted to buy dinner. And I'm like, me old school was a little weird about it, but I didn't want to offend her. Okay. So I, I, right. I did argue a little bit, but I let it go. You know, and and we went out. And so, because she was like, flat out, if I can't buy dinner, we're not having a date. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. 
Well, she was. She she threw down the gauntlet. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. (laughs) But she really did. She was. She wanted to do her part, and and you can't blame that. I mean, you know, absolutely. There there are plenty of women that that feel, and if it's early in the relationship, you should both go in and pay your own. There, there. It happens all the time. It's not the first time. She's not the first woman that said that. So I, I, I still have struggles with dealing with it because I'm just naturally just old school in that fashion. But sometimes you have to take a step back, and it's like, okay, she's a pretty woman. She's really being nice. Just suck it up and and let her do it. <laughs> you know. And this is a new world that we live in. Yes, it is. It is. Women have more power. Women have more control. Women have. I mean, they they got it going on now. Well, and we, you know, have women have jobs. They them. have yes. their own money. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, I agree with you. So by the a, way, anybody can buy me dinner anytime, and yeah, I'll be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, such a small. <laughs> no, it's funny. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Okay, uh, I'm not buying you dinner though. Okay. Anyway. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, I got another story. I'll t- after we sit, tell this one, I'll tell you guys a nice story about Nick. It'll embarrass myself. <laughs> it may embarrass him too. Uh, yes. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I would go out. Okay, we go to my favorite sushi place, and it's we, we go to a different location, but it's the sushi place you introduced me to. Um. Really? Yeah. Oh, in Clear Lake. The Masa su- Sushi? Masa Sushi. Yes. Masa Sushi. Yes. Oh, my God. Phenomenal good, good. sushi. Oh, yeah. If you guys yes. are ever in Clear Lake, Masa Sushi. So we went to the one that's on the freeway that's just south of there, um, probably two miles south of Nasra 1 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 626. Yeah, or, yeah, I, yeah. I so really and it's it. maybe right before Dickinson or right in Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Masa's. Oh, my gosh. Phenomenal Indeed. Sushi. I think we bought like $40 worth of sushi that night. Oh nice. my God. Yeah, I know. And she loves sushi too. So, I mean, you know, everything was matching up. We liked the same foods, you know, all of this great stuff. Really hitting it off. I mean, it was, she only had one red flag. So, what? I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the red flag is, but I'm afraid to ask. I didn't know if you wanted to put it on the podcast. Okay, what was the red flag? Wasn't she six foot tall? No, 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 no. Oh, that's that, a different that's girl. My red flag. Sorry, that's your that's red, my flag. red flag. Yeah, yeah. No, this girl was actually perfect for me because she was like five five. I oh, mean, see, yeah, okay. yeah, brunette, five five. I mean, she was, yeah, you know. But the, the red flag was, and this is one I. I should have asked more questions, but the red flag was is she had been divorced three times. Wow. I would have said she's got too many tattoos or too many piercings or or something. But her hair was purple. But I mean I knew it before I went on the second date. So I was trying to find out, you know, was it one of those situations where she hooked up with a loser guy and had to get out or was it because the guy was like, you're crazy and had to get out. Oh, right. 
<laughs> so you know, I tried Could to give. I gave her a chance. Guys that said she was crazy. Yeah, and I got know. Out? Yeah, no. I know. I know. So, but you know, I mean, she could be like you, and her picker could be broken, and she could have uh, picked the know. three guys wrong every single time. <laughs> got married, and it's like, what the hell am I thinking? Yeah, yeah you yeah. know. So, but you know what I mean. It, it you know, absolutely. <laughs> I so know what you mean. <laughs> Terrible at that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Okay. You know, yeah, it was a red flag, but it's one of those ones you never know the backstory until you right. start talking to them. So, for me, you know, I tried to give, we clicked off really well. And so I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt because I was like, you know, this is one of these red flags that's, yeah, it can be a problem. But if she's a really good person, there could be a really good story behind why, and it it may not be her fault at all. You just right. never. She's know. an em- she's an empath, and she picks narcissists. And yeah, they could yeah. have taken advantage of her. They could have been abusive. You know. Yes, exactly. And then yeah. she finally got away from um. She finally whatever. Yeah. Yes, there's there's so many stories behind you know. So yeah, it was a great. Oh my god, it was a great night. Okay, I will tell you that. It was a phenomenal night. Um, We had a great time at dinner. We go back to her place. We sit and we just pull up random, honestly, random YouTube videos. You know, like America's Got Talent stuff. And just, we just, you know, we're just going through comedy skits. And we're just sitting there and we're laughing and we're talking about the skits. And we're talking about our lives. And we're just kind of you know, enjoying each other's company. And, you know, so it, it, it was a great time. Yes. And so it did escalate. Um, you know, we did end up, you know, um, doing the deed, I guess, if you want to call it that, um, (laughs) you know, and I, I didn't leave. Um, I ended up staying for probably two more hours after that. Oh, wow. Nice. You know, so, because it just, it felt comfortable. We had, this is one of those situations where you kind of, you know, like some people will sit there and lay in bed and smoke a cigarette is the, the big joke after, you, right. know, you know, we just laid there and just cuddled and talked for two more hours after nice. everything happened, you know, got up, got a cold drink, you know, but just sat and just talked for two more hours. Great right. night. I was like, holy crap, this is actually a good fit. Well, I bet you hated leaving that, didn't you? Oh, that was that was crazy. That was insanely crazy. So, okay, midnight, I go home. You know, I got an hour drive home, hour and 15 minutes from her house. So I drive home. You know, of course, my kids are all up. How'd your date go? How'd uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> I know exactly. At least, at least Gabe <laughs> was asleep, stuff, you know. But it's funny, yeah. But no, the other two kids, the two older ones, would yeah, they were up. Like, what the hell, Dad? Come on, you know, you, are you running a little late? And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. give us the deets. Give wait, us the deets. Wait, wait. I, I'm an adult. I don't have a time limit here. <laughs> My daughter is like, yes, you do. I'm babysitting for you. I'm like, <laughs> at ten dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, it was hilarious. So, but you know, I mean, it, that 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 was 
the point was, is we had a great time. Okay. Everything right. seemed to gel. There were no red flags for her. I only had one. And I didn't know if it was a substantiated red flag or if it was just one of those crazy situations. Right. You know, so fast forward Sunday morning, I get up. She's blowing up my phone. Okay. But Sunday is family time. This is my kid's time, you know, and we had plans to do. I don't remember what we were planning on doing it. It, honestly, it doesn't matter if we'd planned on sitting around the house all day and just goofing off. The point was, it's kids' time. Yeah. yeah. You know? And if you want to be part of that, you need to understand that. Right. And and no offense to you women out there, but there are a couple of us guys that are very serious about our kids. And me especially... You know, so much so that I had custody of my kids. So, you know, I I cared very much for my kids. So that was their time. You don't ever put yourself in their time unless you're invited. Right. And and that's the key. You got to put your time in to be able to be in that time. Exactly. Exactly. That makes sense to you. No, no, no. I, I understood exactly. And hopefully the crowd, the, the, our listeners will too. But yeah, you have to invest the time in the relationship outside of the kids if you ever want to be part of the relationship yes, with the absolutely. kids. Yeah. I love the way you put that. That's a great way to put it. Um, but yeah, so Sunday morning, she's, you know, hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Um, you got time to talk? And I'm like, well, not right now. Can we talk tomorrow? Can we talk Monday? You know, today's Sunday. It's kids time. And I literally, I'm like, hey, it's Sunday. It's kids time. Can we talk tomorrow? Well, she starts blowing up my phone. She becomes too attached too fast. Right. Okay. So she's like, will you never give me any attention? (laughs) Well, now we're talking the insecurity. I see that. Okay. Yes. So, you know, she literally, I, I've been on a date with you two weeks and two Saturdays in a row. So it means I've went to spend time with you away from my kids on a Saturday, you know, and I call you every day for an hour. And she's like, well, that's not a dedicated hour. You're just, you're driving. So I'm just, you know, and I'm like, wait. You're saying I don't give you dedicated time because I'm driving when I'm talking to you? What? Yeah, that's what she said. I am not lying. Hey, I'm not, I can't, you know, and I'm I'm somewhat of a needy person too. We've talked about that in a couple podcasts back, but that that one doesn't even fathom me. If I, that to me is the best quality time you could possibly have if you cannot physically be together at the moment. Yes, because that's no the radio. Time. No, nothing. You're on the phone. I get that. Yes. But I mean, the whole thing is, is there are no kids in the car. I'm not at work. So when do do I have that dedicated time to give her? You know, and the one time, the one time that I called her after Gabe went to sleep, she was mad because the only thing I wanted to talk about was being frisky. Oh. And I was like, I was feeling a little frisky. I was being silly. I said, 
really? I mean, I'm sorry, but you know, how could I thought we had progressed to where you could joke and be silly about some of those things. I thought we, we were, you know, and so, you know, I, whatever it, it's, but yeah, so she was literally pissed because I wasn't giving her enough attention. She was ready to move in. I got the impression she was ready to move in too. <laughs> so sounds like she was ready to move in. Yes. Okay. So that's where the overreact. If she would have yes. just been patient, taken a step back, and she would have waited till Monday, we could have talked. Things might have resolved itself. She might have been happy with the results. You know, but she wasn't patient. She wasn't willing to, you know, kind of let me have my family time. She constantly insisted on trying to take over. And it's like, look, lady, you're not the only person in my life. She knew about Family Sundays. Yes. Prior to that. Yes. So she tried to sabotage the fact to see if she could pull you away from the commitment that you've already made for yourself. Ooh, never thought of that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. If she pulls you away from it, that automatically gives her dominant control over you. And I wouldn't do it. Because you're willing to sacrifice and back away from your principles, your integrity. And and that's not male, female in this situation. It could be either Either way. way. Yes, 100%. Yeah. She tried to see, she tried, she was pushing her boundaries. Uh, and just about everybody does that. I, I, I'd say I do it. We all do it. Yeah. We want to see where our boundaries are. Getting older now, we know to set boundaries and we know how to communicate a little better. We're not all perfect, but yeah, she but, was trying to see what her, what her limitations were. Yeah, but those boundaries had already been set. Yeah, but she was going to see if she could get you to come down off of your integrity. Oh yeah. That ain't happening. No, no. I mean, yeah, I would, I, I would have told her that. Yeah. Don't, don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> if you have an issue with it, all you have to do is Monday go. Is there any way that I can at least talk to you for 30 minutes on a Sunday? I know you're with your kids and I don't want to interrupt you. You know, yes, she could have come at it like that. Or you could have came at her and says, look, Majority of the time I spend with my kids during the day, you know, we might take a break and I can give you a call and just say, hey, for a few minutes. But I really like spending time with my kids. It's important to me. Yes. And then if you keep doing the things you're doing that we did Saturday night and things go well, then you can start being a part of kids day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I did tell her, I said, you know, look, I said, I, I had a great time last night. I said, I really, you know, I want to see you again. I said, but today's kids day. I I need you to, can we talk about this tomorrow? You know, and it's, so it's not like I didn't kind of emphasize that, you know, I I really enjoyed being with her. So I thought I did a a great job of that, but it just, yeah, I don't know. It it wasn't enough. enough. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, no offense. I actually, a friend of mine at work, I told her about it, an, another woman, because I wanted a, a second opinion, but not a guy's opinion. 
Right. So I, I asked another woman's opinion, and she said, oh, that woman's cray-cray. And I'm like, <laughs> and she said it like that. It's funny as hell. I mean, and she's like, the, the woman I told it to is like 46, and she literally is like, oh, yeah, that woman's cray-cray. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> she said, everyone's crazy in their own way, but oh, my God, that woman is really crazy. And I'm like, that's that's funny. But, yeah, I mean, she said, yeah, the I don't know what you did to that woman, but oh my God, she was just like, she went off on the deep end and, see, and got way too involved, way too quick. And here's the deal with me. I would have stuck to my Sunday deal, but I would have talked to her Monday and said, look, here's where we talk about this. I want you to understand this. Let's go out Friday night. We'll have another good fun night and we'll sit down after we get back to your place and watch a few YouTube videos and then, you know, take our little nappy poo. I'll tell you all about it, and then we'll work out some kind of mutual ground. That's where I would have gone. Oh, but she blocked me by Sunday night. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. oh, okay. She she literally went off of the deep end. I tried to talk wow, her down. I tried to talk oh, her down, and it, yeah, no, it didn't work, man. You know, and wow. and here's the sad part is I was taking away from my kids to try to talk her down out of cray cray world and she wasn't doing it. <laughs> cray cray world. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, women, I hope you're not offended, but honestly, <clears throat> the girl just went I I'm sorry, but it, it, in my opinion, we could be doing the same story about a guy that went cray cray. Yes. I mean, we oh, all, no, no, no. Yeah. We're all crazy. You know, it, we're, we're just in crazy a, in our own different new, way. Yes. We're in a new world where there's no domination. It's, yes. It's survival of the fittest. Women are more dominant than men. Men are, you know, it does not matter. No, no, no. It's yeah. yeah we're all cray cray. I know guys that I've talked down off the fence. Oh, she wouldn't talk to me for 30 minutes. I'm like, you know, and I was bad about that. Yeah. I'm going to text you. I expect a response within a reasonable amount of time. Right. You know, right. I always, I have always said there are two times when you should never answer your phone. And that one is when you're on the pot and the other is if you're on somebody. Yes. Other than that, you should be able to answer your phone. I don't know where I came up with that. I just made it up. I don't know if I heard it somewhere. I made it up. I'll add a third to that. Okay. If you're in somebody else's office, okay? Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> like, like the person that signed your paycheck? Yeah, yeah there you I'll go. Yeah, that. yeah. All right. Yeah, Got yeah. It. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there are a couple of instances where, you, you know, it's probably not good to take a phone call, so... But no, that doesn't mean you can't follow up when you get out. I mean, that's the true. You know, that's the true, key. True. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I love your I love that one. That's great. So, yeah. uh, but no, you're right. It's, uh, you know, but that's... So, but that was my story about the overreact because she honestly, there was no reason for that. I mean, we had a great thing going, but she was so invested. She was so like, it clicked so well for her that she was ready to move to the next stage. And I was dealing, I was with my kids. I mean, I, I, that was important to me. Is bad timing because I honestly think that I have maybe I wouldn't say I'd overreact like that. I never blocked anybody after a, you know a night of fun and the next day 
you know, I, I would push it out a week or so because yeah. we had that conversation where me and this lady sat for six hours and we just hit it off great. But then the next day I'd text her and I didn't get back a response for three, four hours. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Cold shoulder type stuff. Cold for the entire week. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a day. It was for the entire week. Right. And what I should have done was went out Friday like we planned and then explained to her, I'm a little uncomfortable with this. Right. But I, I overreacted. And I'm like, hell no, I ain't going out with you again, which I should have. I really should have. You know, and I thought- she was a wonderful lady. You know. Uh- I actually, I, I just had a, something just dawned on me, and I, I don't know why I just thought about this, but do you think she was playing the whole, you know, um, playing the game, trying to make you crave her more because she wouldn't respond? See, when you started talking there, that's not where my thought process was going. My thought process was going... She's pulling back because she doesn't want me to know she's that interested. Oh, that's a good point, too. You know what I'm saying? But it's so hard to tell. Yeah. That's where it's like, all right, either way, for me, that's game plan. We're done. Yeah. I I don't like, come right out and tell me, "Ah, I don't like you. You know, you got a booger hanging out your nose. Whatever it is, you know, it could be anything. I would rather you come right out and say, Sorry, you know, I'm just not clicking, you know. And you both kind of know it. Right. Or very she could seldom is a good Go ahead. Sorry. Very seldom is it. Uh, very seldom do, does one person, like, freak out and click, and the other one didn't. Right. You have integrity. You have a life to live. You wanted to be with her just as bad, but you had previous priorities. You had your thing that you had to do. And if there was any way you could have gotten out of that, you would have been with her in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. I think this one could have lasted probably, you know, a year or two, you know, at minimum, um, just based on the compatibility. But, you know, that is a huge thing for me is you don't take away from my kids. You you, You don't take me away from my kids. I give you time away from my kids but you don't take time away from my kids and even if it was the other way around and she was like that you would respect that yes from her right right even if you didn't like it you would you know well but bear that, it down and not you know well but i mean that's the way i am so i've got to be able to respect that about her absolutely i mean that that's how you got to look at it it's like you know how can i treat someone badly for doing what i you know expect of myself you know absolutely you know so absolutely. so that that that's my whole thing but yeah i mean and honestly yeah i mean we we click so well that's i i i'm gonna say this is really horrible but that's probably the the best sex i've ever had wow yeah in well, my you life you know she's cray cray Best sex is always the cray cray. Okay, there you go. Yeah, sorry. I'll have That's to mark this episode. Always... I'll have to mark this episode <laughs> explicit now because you know. Let's just be honest. So, yeah. That's why all the women like me because I'm good in bed, but I'm not good at anything else. Oh, whatever. No, come on. <laughs> You're good at being a friend. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. No, well, that's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know what, we were worried about running this thing thirty minutes, and you know we've gone over an hour already. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, so 
And I'm not even, we could still a lot to talk about, man. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is I actually talked about one of my crazy, you know, it's, it, it turned into second date, but it, you know, that kind of crazy, you know, um, first dates type thing. So, um, I, I will tell you guys, uh, on our upcoming episodes, one of, uh, I don't know if it's going to be two or three from now, but. We actually are going to have a guest on the show, and we're going to talk about crazy first dates. And, yes, you know. So I've had a couple, and and our guest has had a couple. Uh, you know, and I, I'm sure Nick could share a couple with us. But uh, you know, it, this one's going to be a fun episode. Um, it's completely going to be inappropriate, and I apologize to all our fans who are insulted or offended. We're not trying to do that, but you know, sometimes you got to have a little fun and actually share. Crazy stuff that happens in your life. So, but, oh, get over it. We're just gonna have a good time. Exactly. I know, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. But you know, I, it's funny. We we bring up this uh, this email from our fan, and you know, it, it it generates a true conversation about okay, what do you, what do people really, you know, how do they deal with that? And you know, so she obviously has dealt with that. I mean, I've dealt with that. You know, I have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's uh, I've got more stories on it. Um, I think our show's pretty long for today, so we'll have to follow up with those other stories at another time. But, um, you know, got to say thank you, Miss K. Yeah, thank you, Miss K. We this really email. This was awesome. I mean, think about it. Her email spanned us to talk for well over an hour. Yeah, we have, and yeah, so, to just analyze just her email and how it affects our lives, and and we see how it affects hers. Yeah, and just imagine if we could get a bunch of people to do that. You and I'd be podcasting every night. We're gonna have to start doing one live, and we get all this stuff going on. Yeah. So send in your send us an email, anything, even if you think it's not, if you think it's stupid, there's no such thing as a stupid response. We're not professionals. We're just a couple laid back guys. It wanted to start this thing and just tell our story. And we're going to cut up. We're going to have fun with it. We're going to have some sad times. We're going to have some good times. But send us some emails. If you're interested in getting on the show, let us know. We got we got all kind of stuff going on, man. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And our show is about real people. I mean, that was the one thing we yes. wanted to do is is about real people. I mean, we're we're talking about having a guest on for our next show. Um, and it's where we're bringing on a female. So there you go for all you females out there. Um, yep, yep, yep. it's going to be a little bit of a reaction, um, to kind of our shows, but also she wanted to, she wanted to come on and do a little piece about the suicide show. Um, but of course she couldn't make it. So, um, she's, we're going to start off the show, let her talk a little bit about the reaction to our normal everyday, you know, our fun stuff. Um, and then about halfway through the show, we're, we're going to take a little serious. Um, I still think you guys should join in and, and, and because the show's going to be great. You know, we want to get that woman's perspective on the dating scene, you know, kind of some of the other topics that we've talked about. Um, it'll be really great. It, it really will. It'll I think be. you guys are going to really enjoy it. Um, she also has, you know, experienced uh, suicide in her life and she wanted to share her story and, you know, so we're going to have a, a, a little bit of fun and then we're going to be a little more serious, you know, and, and, but that's life. I mean, unfortunately, and you know, that's, it is what it is. So we have fun in life, you have seriousness in life and, you know, the good times, 
you know, kind of bring you there. And, and, you know, the bad times, you know, you just have to plug through sometimes. So, um, I, I like Nick, you know, I'd love to see your emails, love to see your questions. We'll do it a complete, you know, live episode, or we'll do a recorded episode. We'll do whatever, you know, we're, we've kind of been looking at these live, this live episode thing and we'll love to take your, your questions. So if you guys send them in, you know, we'll answer them. And, you know, Nick knows I'm about the most honest guy you'll ever imagine. So ask the question. And unfortunately, I may have to answer it, and I may not like to what I have to say. <laughs> Before you ask the question, make sure you can handle the answer. Oh, yeah, 100%. Trust me when I say that, because I've asked him questions, and he basically punched me right in the face with something. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Come on so, now. No, I mean, not in a bad way. Oh, okay. Honest to God, not in a bad way. It was... My thought process, so when I'm going to ask you a question, I already think I know what the answer is going to be. But then when you hit me completely blindside with the actual truth of that answer, it's like, what the hell just happened? Oh, You know, because yeah. when you're telling a story or whatever, you want everybody to believe your side of the story and want to be on your side and you did the right thing and everybody else is wrong and blah, blah, blah. But when you tell the story and you go, now, wait a minute, Nick. You didn't necessarily do this particular situation, and you could have handled it a little different, blah, blah, blah. However, it comes out, and I'm going, in my mind, I'm being a little pouty bitch and going, but you're supposed to, I was right, and they were wrong, you know? I know. Kind of thing. And that's not the way it works. So when you ask a question, Jay's not going to, you know, he's going to tell you the truth. Yeah, unfortunately, that is, that is, (laughs) yeah. I always tell girls, you know, actually, I'll tell you this real quick story, and the show's going to be wrapping up. Um, it, it's really funny. I am very honest, uh, and, and it's can be a fault, but it, it's a good thing. And me and Nick both, and I think that's part of our agreement is, is look, if you're going to be my friend, be a real friend. If I'm doing something wrong, tell me I'm doing something wrong. You know, if I'm being an Absolutely. idiot, tell me I'm being an idiot. Uh, you know, yes. I don't want to, I don't want to keep being an idiot because my friend didn't tell me I was still being an idiot. You know, right. and so not that Nick, I ever said Nick was an idiot, but you know, if, if I notice a situation he's telling me and, and I see things differently, I'm, I, I generally will tell him, Hey, have you thought about this? And that's when he's talking about it. It's like, holy shit. I didn't even think of it that Most way. Most of the time I don't, you don't think that way. Yes. You know, it's nice to hear the opposite side of the spectrum so that you can take it all in. But do it in a way that's not tearing each other down. And that's what I love yes. about our relationship. Yes, we're doing absolutely. it each in a way to help each other, not tear each other down. Yeah, you've ne- it's never been negative. No. Never been negative. No. It's been, it's been constructive criticism in a, in a positive way. It's really been good. But it's yeah. like, holy shit, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I actually do get in trouble because I actually tell women that all the time. I'm like, I'm I'm about the most honest guy you will ever meet. I said, you can ask me any question and I will answer it honestly. And it's like, ask me anything. And I give them a chance. Ask me anything. And they don't take me up on it. And I said, and so. Because they're scared of the answer. I know. Exactly. They are. You know they're scared saying? of the answer. Not, be, not from what you were going to say, but from what they're going to hear. Yes. You know, they don't, they're, they're going to want to hear you're beautiful and you're fantastic and you're wonderful and all that stuff. Not the truth. Well, but I mean, it could be, but, a, it could be a, a question about anything in life. 
you know, right. they could ask me anything about my life. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm an honest guy. That's just the nature of, of who I am. And I, I make the joke all the time whenever I, you know, meet women or whatever. I'm like, I will tell you, I'm just going to be honest. I'm the most honest guy you'll ever meet. And they were like, okay. Kind of give me a crazy look. And I'm like, yep. If you, if you, if you (laughs) ask me if that dress looks nice, I said, expect me to be honest. If it looks great, I'm going to tell you it looks great. If it doesn't look good on you, you're still beautiful, but the dress may not look good on you. Right. <laughs> I said, unfortunately, that's, you know, my friends are like, you can't say that. Why not? Because well, she'll stab you in the gizzard. Yeah, man. I know. Exactly. Well, a friend of mine, she said, you know, that, that woman is going to sit there and go in the closet and be all pouty and everything and be like, I can't believe he likes me. He doesn't like my dress. I got all dressed up for him. And, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? I was like. I can't, it's my nature. I just can't, I don't want to lie. I I don't see the value in it. I really don't. You know, Uh, if I find someone's beautiful, I find that person beautiful. It has nothing to do with the dress they're wearing. It has nothing to do with the the makeup they have on. I find that person beautiful. Okay. And so, but if I don't like a dress, I mean, just like there are women that don't like a certain color shirt or a certain style of shirt or something. If I don't like a dress, I mean, I'm not going to lie about it. I mean, you know, it's like, I don't like the dress. I still love you, honey. I just don't like the dress, (laughs) you know? Good point. And, and so, and most of us will go, Oh baby, it looks great. I know. You know, with that, with that condescending, Oh baby, look wonderful. Let's go. We're an hour late. I know. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You look great. fantastic you know and and you know what my friend she's like you need to just lie to her and i'm like i ain't doing that crap she's like a woman's telling you to lie yeah no i ain't doing that crap no offense no i i you know and that's just me but um but it's funny so yeah i really we had a great show i really had a great time we've got some great episodes coming up folks you know what email us we really are looking forward to some feedback um you know, we want to start sharing our shows. You know, um, I will tell you, we did have our first listener from New England this week. Awesome. That awesome. was that was really nice. So, so far we've had Amsterdam, uh, Germany, and New England, um, which was really cool. You know, we've, it's interesting how they get there. Who, where do those people come from? I know, right? You know? I don't know anyone in any of those countries. So, you know, yeah. you may. I do, but uh, I don't. I don't know if they came from my Facebook, but you know, yeah, I know. we'll have to find out. If you did and you know us, send us an email. Let us know who you are. Yeah, I know, right? We'd love to respond. I mean, I would love to respond to the email, and and when things going good, we want to put it on the show. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, no, 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 I I am too, and I love this first email. I really want to thank Miss K for letting us uh, use this for the show today because it really, I mean, this is what people struggle with. And so when they have questions like that and we don't have the answers, like Nick said, we're not professionals. We just can only tell you what we see in our own personal lives and our friends around us. Absolutely. So, well, I don't have anything else, Nick. Do you have anything you want to share with the crowd? I don't, but I love everybody and life is good and keep listening, follow us and, and tell your friends about it. And let's all get into this thing, man. Have a good time. Yeah, 100%, man. Love you, man. 
Peace out. Love you too, brother. Peace out.